Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Defecation. <laughs> I gotta be honest with you. I'm probably I'm right there, there with too. you, Cody. I'm going there. I, I'm sorry. Peeing like, down the legs, bro. Peeing down the legs. A, if, a, if a man ran at me in these rooms, I would be terrified. So, Reagan is my youngest, six-year-old, right? So she is got this thing she's doing right now. It's it's a newfound ability, some would say. <laughs> she definitely has a second personality. Nice. The second personality is a deep, grumbly. Give us, give us, give us, give us an example. Can we get an example? Well, I don't know how to how to example it, other than the fact that like it, it, it she talks slower. Um, uh, you know, she she's got it's a grumble. She sounds like a big, you know, burly man, right? Uh, but that that second person is her name is Barbara. Right. Oh, it's got a name. Oh, it has a name. It has a name, and it just came out of nowhere. And I went, I, I, she did it one time in a room, and I went, "What was that?" And she goes, "Well, that was Barbara." And I was like, "It has a name," uh, right. but it has now. We thought it would be like a one and done. She never did it again. It has now turned into an everyday affair. She, uh, she well, just so likes to talk in that voice. I, I want to leave the. I want to leave this little piece in, because. Uh, for for people listening, she's this precious little thing, and so to hear this <laughs> that she's got this deep voice, kind of. When did this start? Oh, I don't know. Maybe maybe a month ago. She's been doing it all the time now. Maybe, and then maybe after July third. I mean, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, the point. The, I know where you're trying to get, but <laughs> to go even further, my other kids are like, "This sounds fun. We should do it too." So I think. Oh no. You know, I feel like <laughs> oh, Bailey no. has taken Bailey's taken the personality of Kendra, and then I think we said I think they were telling me that that um, Kennedy was Karen, and I was like, "Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves here." <laughs> um, guys, uh, let's. It's it's like the uh, origin story to split. <laughs> right yeah and the fun fact is that these are all the same person yeah spoilers Spoilers. Um, no it's seriously it's uh it's very funny to watch if you have i'm sure you guys will experience it when we're around each other uh now that i pointed it out to you you'll hear reagan and she's got this it's hard it's a very she does a very good job on the voice but to me barbara is an uneducated you know white woman kind of middle age and you know doesn't know really how to speak but is very strong-willed uh slow speaking um i wouldn't say southern because she doesn't really have a southern accent she just kind of comes across as like you know typical 
white, maybe, maybe, maybe grew up in a trailer. Um, and it's very, very like grumbly and aggressive with her voice. So yeah, no, it's fantastic. I mean, they could just have imaginary friends, but you know, why not alternate personalities? Good. I mean, reminds me of my brother. My brother was when he was younger, uh, Tom, you know, uh, he used to have a personality he called Albert. Now he was much older. He was in his teenage years, but he'd go around with glasses on and he'd act like, you know, he was a special guy named Albert. And, uh, it was funny. It was hysterical. Okay. I like how Gabe does his thing. Exactly how Gabe would do his thing. Uh, yes, Gabe. Yes. And if, and if, I mean, (laughs) no one really knows who Gabe is. We're just going to name drop him here. I'm not going to give too much more details, but he was a coworker (laughs) that we had that um was pretty good with accents but he had one accent that was better than all the rest and i'll leave it there because it's (laughs) it's not the best one to make fun of but um i it was so good that i wasn't i actually started to believe that maybe gabe was the personality Mm. and that the actual voice that he would do was (laughs) the real gabe like I, like he would show up for work and he would put on the Gabe, right? That, that was his, he was character acting. Uh, but what was really deep down was that he was, you know, a guy with like Asperger's and uh, didn't really, it, it, it was incredible. Like I, why he was in IT, I'll never know. He should have gone into acting. Mm, I agree. Mm. He should have, yeah. No, he, he's a man of many talents. Uh, many talents, but there's <laughs> that right there was top notch. Um, Fantastic, fantastic! I and mean, we had people come in from other rooms, going, "What in, in God's name was that? Who who is that?" Only to find out it was Gabe, and just be shocked. Ugh, what are we talking about today? Well, I mean, if you remember, so we last week's episode, we were we were talking about the whole collider, the CERN collider, and Cody had mentioned something that uh, I don't know about you, but it piqued my interest. So He's mentioned um, it a couple of times. He he did, and you know I know I think we barely probably barely touched on it last time, but I think because we were talking about the collider and alternate realities and parallel universes and all these different things, and he mentions this, and it's like, all right, it sounds cool. I'm gonna tell you. Um, so it, it uh, we're gonna let Cody take it over here in a second, but I just after looking into it, there's there's definitely a very eerie, creepy as all get out feeling to it. So. Um, if you didn't catch last week's episode, Cody, wh- what is this? What is this called? Well, allow me to uh, introduce you to the uh, the the greatest phenomenon uh, in in recent months, uh, perhaps in years, uh, that will uh, hopefully soon be made into a Netflix adaptation uh, with yes. any luck. Um, but uh, today we're talking about the back rooms. Okay, and uh, before we get started, I want to make sure that everyone's clear that the back rooms are believed by many to be a uh, a creepy pasta um, or a uh, uh, so, some someone on Reddit referred to it as a metropolitan uh, rumor, and I'm not quite sure what that means. Um, <laughs> but explain I mean, creepy pasta again, because I know you mentioned it a few episodes back. But explain what a creepy pasta is. Sure. So a creepy pasta is something that um, is a story, um, uh, creepy, right? It's a it's a generally a creepy or disturbing uh, type of story or urban legend uh, 
that is crafted by uh, either an individual or groups of individuals who share a common interest in horror stories, uh, creepy things like creepy novels. Um, they, they like mysteries, interesting things like that. It's generally crafted and made by those types of people. And then it's posted on, um, on sites like 4chan and Reddit uh, claiming to be real things or maybe in the, in the slash uh, paranormal side of fortune and then uh, paranormal stories or creepy po- r slash r creepy pastas in uh, Reddit. So I mean, again, I, I I'm not going to explain what Reddit is because, as I've said before, if you don't know where it is, you're too old. You you, you need to get lost. Um, and and if you don't know what fortune is, God bless your innocent soul. You are one of the sacred ones, untainted by the vile nastiness of the the internet. I, however, do not have that same privilege. Uh, I am uh, I am terribly violated. Uh, just totally. We won't we won't talk. That's not the topic of today's discussion, though. Today's discussion is about the back room. So uh, let's get uh, let's get right into it. So. Um, uh, any questions so far and in, in, any initial thoughts? I mean, like, um, no, I, I did a lot of research. Well, I can't say a lot of research, but I was expecting it to be just some kind of like, oh, this is cool. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'll be honest with you going into it. I was like, yeah, we just kind of get it out of the way because we've mentioned it quite a few times on the podcast. So I'll look it up. And uh, I was probably 10 minutes into a video and I went, holy crap. Yeah. I gotta send this to this is, I gotta send this to Aaron. This is like, wild as all get this out, is, right? This is, this is fantastic. Um, and maybe that's not the approach I should be taking. Maybe I should be terrified. Um, but if if this, regardless if it's real or not, man, this is the yeah. whatever's behind yeah. this is fantastic. That's all I gotta say. So yeah. I'd rather rather than adding comment now, I'd rather hear you break it down and then comment on that. Right, right, Re- right. I think I think you you said something there. You said whether this is real or not, it's still so intricate and deep that oh, it's yeah. just even so cool to like just learn about right and so that's that's really like that's where the goal of a really good creepy pasta is anyway right it's to really enthrall the reader uh and uh really build a world um that's that uh, feels immersive and real and so i think they've done a great job of doing that whoever is behind this or maybe even it's real and these are we'll go through the uh the claims uh of which some people have claimed to have visited these back rooms and made it back alive we'll get into that too because it's not necessarily a place you get out of very easily um so um but yeah you real or not it's still a really interesting place uh to uh to see and to visit and read about. Anyway, so um, what is it? So it's basically a, it's it's a set of levels. Uh, when when the when the uh, I don't know the group of people who are uh, surrounded by this lore uh, refer to these places that they're traveling to or they've claimed to travel to, they refer to them as levels, um, kind of like in a video game. Um, and uh, so it's it starts off at level zero. Um, and I believe there are, uh, thousands of levels. Um, I don't have a complete list. I don't know that anyone really has, oh, there's a full list of levels right here. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, I'm, I'm on the wiki right now. If you haven't visited the backrooms. Yeah, no, no, no. Level zero backrooms.fandom.com has the wiki page of backrooms. And if you want to go there, you can look, you can literally look at all the levels and there are. This says levels 2000 to, to 2999. And then there's clusters. There's cluster like minus infinite uh, negative uh, 
amalgamous levels. Like there's just like, there's so many different things to look at on here and to read about and what's in these levels. I'm not going to take you through every single one of them because quite frankly, I think this is a 45 minute podcast. So we're only going to get to the, you know, a couple of them. So, um, Basically, there's a lot, okay? And so, and you traverse th through these levels in different various ways or options, right? There could be like a elevator that takes you from level zero, excuse me, level zero to level like uh, 59 or uh, level one to wherever. Like, it's kind of like a warp pipe from Mario Brothers. You ever played Mario Brothers? You go down a warp pipe, you end up completely yeah. somewhere completely different. Like 100 uh, levels ahead. Right, exactly. You ever done that yeah. thing where you jump on level two, on two, uh, one dash two? You go go behind the level. You get into the warp zone. Go to yeah, level yeah. six. You know, do the do it again. Go to level eight. Beat Bowser in like five minutes. Yeah, I've done that. But now, anyway, enough about me. I want to cut you off here because one of the things I did read when I was reading through Reddit and even 4chan was that there is dissonant thought on this. Right, the original. I don't want to say the original poster, but the original thought was that there was no more than than three levels, right? There was zero, one, and two, right? That mm -hmm. there's only three levels, and those are the only three levels that have ever been found. However, there are thousands of people talking about multiple levels and different things and imagery, and, and we're seeing videos. Uh, most of the research I did only showed those one, two, three, or sorry, zero, one, two. Uh, they didn't really go any further, but they didn't disprove or talk about the fact that there weren't other levels. Well, so... And and just to piggyback real quick, using the quote unquote original footage of that the original footage that started this whole thing was time stamped like late eighties, early nineties. So Well, that was the video. So the very how this all started, and I'm just kind of jumping in here, how it all started was this is relatively new. In in May twelfth of two thousand nineteen on the X4 chan, uh, there was an image put up of just basically fluorescent lights yellowish walls with terrible um, wallpaper and it just had a caption on it and the caption says if you're not careful and you no clip out of reality into the wrong areas you'll end up in the back rooms where it's nothing but the stink of moist old moist carpet and the madness of ye mono yellow and the endless background no uh, noise of fluorescent lights at maximum humbas and approximately 600 million square miles of randomly segmented empty rooms to be trapped in. So, and then it goes on to say, God save you if you hear something wandering around nearby because it sure as hell has heard you. That is, the, that is what started all this. That is the kickoff. The videos came afterwards that do predate this, but this is what kicked off the conversation around the back rooms. And hey, when go hey, ahead. Cody, Cody seems to know. Like, because all I did was watch the videos, right? So I watched these old 18, 1980. I didn't even know about the, the, the 19, 2019 post on 4chan. All I did was watch this video and I may have missed him say it, but I seen these videos that I guess surfaced early in this year. That was, yeah, 2022. But Cody, you're saying you're seeing stuff that's like thousands of levels and, and apparently people have traveled to these levels. Oh my gosh. Yes. If you just, it's so just, okay. Just for example, I'm just going to click on a random level. I love reading these descriptions. They're not that long, but you can yeah. just get an idea. Okay. I'm going to click on <laughs> levels 400 through 499. Okay. I'm going to go here. Let's check it out. They've got, they've got level 404, 406, 419, 439, 444, and 489. Those are the only ones we know of. That's, what are the names of these you ask? Okay. 404 <laughs> is called when the music stops. Uh, 406 is called Danger Ahead. 419 is called Endless Train. Uh, 
Um, 439 is called Schrodinger's Closet. Uh, mm, mm. 444, The Black Prison. 489, oh, uh, Lib- Li- Libet's Delay. I don't even know what that means. Oh, let's just let's see what 404 <laughs> says. When the music. Okay, so each level has class difficulties on them. Okay, so like they have survival difficulties on them. They all they're all ranked. Okay, um, there's a whole ranking system as well with each of these levels um and people can add to these like oh my gosh there's just there's, so this is this is where i started to kind of i don't want to say lose interest but i started to see a, a that you started seeing the two defined paths one of the things that they explained about the levels are is they're not like accessible like you when you go to level one and you complete level one you go to level two what they were saying is people would go to level one and they'd be doing a round and they'd grab a door they'd open that door and they would end up on level 853 it was like there was no logic or physics or time or anything in the back rooms, and you can actually end up anywhere at any time. That was what I was reading when it came to the multi-levels. Uh, as far as class and rank system, it, 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 I started to kind of feel like at some point people were kind of pulling towards video games, and you started to see it like they were uh, – that like what we were seeing was computer AI generated, and somehow we were being transported or put into some kind of – Video game as the, the reference to no clipping is something very common. If anybody plays video games, you get into a boundary where a solid object goes through a solid object and ends up in an area that's not supposed to be. We call them glitches, but essentially it's a no clip. Uh, you go out of the boundaries of where you were in the reality you were, and you end up in another reality. Um, but that's where I started to kind of, I don't want to say lose interest, but I started to, it started, the thread started to come apart a little bit there the more that it broke down into these multi levels. Um, and I watched a ton of different videos, not just the one that was focusing on the three levels. Uh, the three level one had the most concrete stuff behind it to where it was like, whoa. Uh, but yeah, it, it's it's nuts. And I'll, I'll let you take it. I don't want to take too much from that. But at the end of the day, it's like, what can I take from the fact that there's thousands of levels? How do you process that? Like, how, how, how can anyone? Yeah. I mean, all I have to say to that is like, I, I understand that uh, maybe that kind of um i think the the wording level maybe uh you know put you off to like maybe this is just it it, it made it less real because it kind of made it more of like a video game than anything else well no that um, means that's how it was explained so right. even in, even when i was reading through some of the stuff you're referring to with the levels they were referencing it as as if it were a level in a video game that yeah. they had every time they got down there was a new mechanic they had to do because there was a new they called them life forms, yeah. uh, a new life form or a new threat, or or there was a, a a picture or something on the wall that they had to decipher or, you know, yeah, whatever. And, and, and that's true. They do. Each level comes with their own set of challenges uh, and new sets of mechanics. That's a great word for, for what's going on in each of these levels is there are new mechanics, right? Like, for instance, in level zero, which is where you first drop in. Um, all the water, I mean, well, all the floor is very damp and squishy. Like there's like got some water underneath the rug for some reason and you can smell it and it smells terrible. Right. And it's undrinkable. You can't drink that water or else you'll get sick and probably die. Right. But however, on level one, when you get to level one, it's a uh, like big type of like uh, storage garage type area. Um, that water is drinkable. And that's where most of the people who end up in the back rooms um, kind of congregate and make, um, you know, kind of like they have commerce, they sell things, they build, you know, housing there. That, that's where they kind of stay. They have the, like they have their militias and they go out and they, you know, take more ground in the back rooms kind of thing. That's where kind of like the 
the main people kind of stay. They don't venture out from there because they know it's the safest zone to be in, um, per se, because of the mechanics there, right? I mean, there's avoidable mechanics. It, it makes it it makes it a safe zone, a survivability class, um, you know, class one, super, super easy. Um, but well, this uh, stuff is a, I mean, I, I remember seeing, and I know this isn't necessarily back rooms, but it's. It falls along the same line. Like I remember seeing a video once about this, this elevator challenge or something where they do something in this elevator and it takes them to this level where all kinds of bad stuff happens, right? Um, non-existence of the building, maybe the level, maybe the floor doesn't exist, things like that. And so when I'm watching this, like I, I watched supposedly the first video that surfaced was these three kids just shooting regular video and the dude's backing up and he falls into these rooms that are nothing but yellow. Right. And right. so he's running around checking things out and this creepy things following him, making this just horrific sound and then eventually catches him. Well, I mean, he, he falls down in this hole, goes to another level, goes around finds this window, looks through the window and it looks like he's in, it looks like it's looking into a corridor of like a hotel. Like if you're one of these big hotels has one of those open corridors where people can hang out, but you can look through and you can see other windows across the way. Right. And, but yet everything's empty and then he keeps going and then there's an exit and he, he goes through the exit, goes up these stairs and boom, he's, he's back into the yellow, um, area where this creature ends up getting him. The crazy thing is then, then, the camera falls down a hole because the guy was looking down a hole. He turns, creature gets him. Camera goes down a hole. And then all of a sudden the camera is still filming as it's falling. What looks to be, I don't know. Andy, you watched it 10, 15,000 feet up. Oh, at least it looked like it was skydiving. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like all of a sudden just boom. Yeah. Just, You're forgetting like the most important function oh, of all that. It. Right. Oh, so yeah. as he, he actually gets taken, it's the camera's falling as if it's jumped back into our reality. Uh, but the camera lands on the ground, still filming, uh, and then is later found. Uh, and by the time they, they pick the camera up, it's now been five years. Five years. Yes. So it's not the only time that time lapses. There's another, uh, and a lot of these are found footage. Now, now, I personally, when I'm reading this, when you read it online, a lot of people talk about these, these video footages are, it's all fictional and that they're built around the myth of the back rooms. And that may be true, but to me, the videos and the content of the videos give more foundational proof to it happening than the, the actual, some of the stories and stuff that you read online. Uh, but it's nuts. Some of the stuff that's in these videos when it works with regards to kind of how it all opened and, and how this all started. So that's where, you know, our job on this is to talk through the potential and either rather regardless if it's real or not. Um, it's kind of nuts, man. And and what's kind of crazy about the footage that we're talking about. So the footage we're talking about is Kane Pixel. He's the one that did these films and uh, apparently did these films or put them together. Uh, and the film you're referring to is called found footage came out in January, 2022. Um, but since then there's been, I believe seven or eight releases since. And the most recent one is actually found footage too, but you really need to watch them in, in, in order to really get the full context and the picture of kind of what's happening. And, and, uh, so there's the theory behind it is that these, and I don't want to skip ahead. So Cody's, you've got more before I go down the theory. One of the theories that I saw on the internet uh, was there more to explain kind of what we're talking about? I mean, 
not really. I was just going to kind of go through the couple of levels. I mean, no, it, it, you can you can go ahead. Okay, so one of the theories that we saw kind of in the in these videos, but like it wasn't just the videos. They were taken from Reddit posts. They were taken from like the 4chan, which I agree with Cody. If you're innocent, stay off 4chan. Um, it is yeah. a deep hole that you don't want to embark on because a lot of it doesn't make sense and a lot of it is stuff you probably shouldn't. But it's usually where these types of myths and these types of... Um, Things start is usually on 4chan because it's the deepest, darkest part of the internet that we can get to. Uh, but anyways, there's this premise that uh, in the early 80s, um, there was an explora- uh, exploration of a, of a government agency or gov- maybe a contractor, not necessarily a government agency, but a contractor of the government that was doing some research on the concept of teleportation. Right. And they had this smaller you know, device where they're trying to see if they could teleport um, something from one side of the room to another part of the room. Uh, they, they're putting things into this. It's it basically glowing bright yellow and and it disappears. And that's really all the film says. Uh, and that was from 1982. Uh, but you actually don't see that in the chain of how these uh, these videos are released. That comes later on. But the the main piece of after that found footage of showing someone some kid falling through and then being chased and going through it all uh, is in nineteen eighty eight when they talk about the the threshold that uh, the gate that they're trying to create which is essentially a later version of that teleportation device that they were trying to create and and just to add a little magnitude to this company the company is called Async now I'm thinking like I'm watching these videos. And at first sight, you're like, okay, this, this stuff is all fake and it still very well could be. However, Async was a real company. It truly was founded in, in the mid seventies, uh, incorporated, um, officially founded as a, a corporation in 1982, later bought out by, um, later they, they, they went on to be called Async Technologies and later bought out by Microsoft. So just to throw that piece out there, Async is was a real company way too many names to name drop in this but (laughs) most of the names that actually show up in these videos are real people and real people that work for the government yes so there's things that come up where they're doing like a presentation you can tell that they're doing a presentation to the federal government they're going through these things but um the one that I'm referring to is what they called it. Like I always thought of it as like a door or whatever, but they called it the threshold. And it was basically their, their, they did six attempts to try to create this teleportation device. And on film, we see two. And one of them is basically the smaller one where it basically nothing really happens. You just kind of see it glow and it goes away. The object's gone. Right. Well, essentially what there's a video called first contact and it's uh, got all the research stuff. It's got the date and the time in the top corner and they create this square that essentially they're trying to open that teleportation device um, in a way that they can somehow travel through it. And when it, <coughs> excuse me, when uh, the, it happens, you're seeing kind of like everything in the room is kind of blowing up and falling apart. Um, but when it's all done and the dust settles, the teleportation device, which is square now, you know, square actually is the entrance to the back room and that there is now a physical door to get into the back room. Now, one of the weird things about this was, is I saw a huge correlation. Now this came out after, but the huge correlation back to like stranger things, Stranger right, things, with the concept yeah. of like upside down. Uh, and that remember the upside down couldn't come to our side and we couldn't go to their side uh, until that door was opened right on the wall. 
And so a very similar kind of concept, but this is very, you know, industrial, mechanical. It's got a square door. But when it's all said and done, it settles. You can go through and you can see. Well, what's crazy about the timestamp and everything on the video is they go in and they explore this room. And it's basically these long hallways, yellow, the nasty carpet, fungal smell. They said it kind of smells like old stale coffee, uh, soggy, moist walls and everything like that. And that the further you get into it, the more we say that. <laughs> True, uh, but the the further you would go into it, and the, the the further you would go down in the layers or the levels, not layers, um, the more decrepit it would become. Uh, but what's crazy that one of the things I noticed right away, but didn't really put it together until it was explained in a, in a future another video, or even in some of the comments that I read, was the date on the video is ten seventeen nineteen eighty nine. Well, what's important by that date is that is the date of the big earthquake that happened. Um, in California, California, right? When they yeah. had the World Series and the whole thing happened down in, it wasn't Southern California, but down like near the, the Monterey area, they had that oh, big yeah. earthquake. Santa Cruz, yeah, that's right. Um, and they're saying that this is because that breach was broken. And what Crazy. the other thing is, is there's all outside of the videos, there's all this data that shows if you go back and you look at the timeline uh, historically of missing person reports. Uh, that missing persons after that 1989 event rose dramatically. Uh, and that people, I mean, there was p- missing people, you know, the numbers j- just jumped massively. So this is where maybe on Cody's side, he's thinking, well, this feels a little bit more fiction than than real. I don't know what he's thinking because he didn't do a research on this particular side. He saw the stories and kind of like I've seen now that he's mentioned it and you know how the world works with technology. I see all these videos now on TikTok about the back rooms. Uh, like I, I think I mentioned that I saw some kid or there was, there was a, a teenager playing in the balls at a McDonald's and he falls through the floor and he ends up in a back room. Um, I've seen a lot of videos like that or, or people talking or telling the story kind of spookily. Uh, but these ones, there was just so much concrete foundational proof that they're trying to make it the story have a little bit more foundational proof on it that, man, it's tough. You're like fighting this stuff going, <laughs> whoa, this is creepy. Um, but anyways, I, I, I don't want to go too far down that rabbit hole, but there's a lot of stuff in here that just makes sense. When they when they finally broke through it, they called it this area. The glitches that, that Cody was referencing with like, like breaking through or no clipping, uh, they actually referred to them as null, null zones. And it's basically a separation between our world and that world to where if you step into it in the right way or no clip it, uh, you could fall into that other realm. Um, so... Yeah, just dude, creepy. Uh, the async thing was really weird to see because most of this seems like it it kind of originated on the West Coast. Uh, Microsoft being the the basically owner of async. Async was a real research institute before it went into technology later on. Um, the videos on here really kind of just I want to say fall. They're they're still doing it. By the way, they're still releasing these. This isn't this isn't something that's just gone away effectively what I'm seeing is nine areas. They show nine different areas on these videos. Um, but Dude, what do you think? Cody, yeah. Cody sent a link to the wiki. I don't like, we should put post this on, on our social media site. Uh, Cody, how much have you re- read through this wiki? 
It's it's so in depth. I've read oh a couple of levels. Gosh, it's bro. so <laughs> this is crazy. it's mind blowing the amount of detail that they have on these levels. And level so level redacted the down so, rooms. Yo, dude. Okay, so Look it goes so deep. Dude, so this is creepy, bro. Like if you click on the entities of the supposed entities that they've come across and the different levels. Um. Yeah. Ooh, no. Yeah. So like. The, those levels I'm referring to are actually like uh, negative levels or whatever you want to call them. Those are uh, unconfirmed, right? All those levels that they have all this detail on are unconfirmed. And the the nine uh, that you're talking about, Andy, are the are the main nine. Those are the ones that, without a shadow of a doubt, those are those are real. We have footage, we have documents uh, proving blah 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 that they're real. We have eyewitnesses, um, stuff like that. So those are the main nine. Yeah. Research, there's researchers or people that have survived or footage that has come back from those. Right. Um, I, there's so many different ways this can go just from the research that I read on this wiki and on the videos about these nine areas. And even so much to say that like, like there's so many theories around, like what are the, li the life forms that are down there? Well, I watched, I watched all, I watched eight of the, actually there's, I think eight videos. I think I watched six of the videos. I don't know that I got through the seventh or eighth one. Uh, the eighth one just dropped. So I actually didn't see that one until just now, but, um, there were things that I was picking up on. Like if you don't really pay attention, the, in the, the three videos where somebody's holding the camera and walking, uh, at different points in each of those videos, the individual starts to cough. Yeah. And and it's kind of weird. You don't really pick up on it until you've now seen three videos and you're like, man, that dude's coughing too. And then they they talk about in one of the videos where they find a body and the body looks like it had been dead for some time. Uh and what was more concerning about finding the body was not that the fact that a body was found. It's the fact that days before this it wasn't there. Uh and it had looked like it had been there for a really long time, as if it maybe it had starved to death, the person. Um, but even more so concerning was that there was a fungus that was growing around it and up and kind of looked almost as if it was growing up and into like crawl spaces as if it were alive. And so, again, no explanation in any of this. So this is all hypothesized, but they did a biopsy apparently on that body. And in the process of doing a biopsy on that body, they found a, a, a virus or a fungal or, or some kind of bacteria that normally in our world would not be, um, it would be benign. It's, it's, it's always benign. Um, so much so that the, the person that did the autopsy asked the individual or asked, uh, was it, what do we call it? Async, uh, where the body came from because it, they couldn't make sense as to why this particular virus was, had killed or not killed, but like um, was causing a certain level of decay at, at a rapid rate uh, of this body. It was, I mean, dude, the, the, the layer, I'm going to send you the video that I watched Cody, because it's really, really worth watching. I may even tag it on our, uh, our Twitter and our Facebook. Um, it, it's a pretty long video. It's not short by any means. Uh, sorry. My dog is barking. He's saying there's hi a, to you guys. There's an 18 minute one um, <clears throat> that, the the guy basically puts the videos in order and then explains them a lot quicker. Uh, my question is, Cody, you've seen incidences where supposedly people have traveled into the back rooms and made it out, right? Right, right. Well, there's claims of people making it out, yes. Uh, and nothing that I watched on any of those videos said that it was impossible to get out. They actually said there was quite a few people that could get out, 
but almost in the sense that they had to no clip it again. And the chances of being able to no clip are so far, you know, far and in between. Um, if I recall one of the video, one of the places that I read, they talked about walking down a hallway of trying to evade one of these life forms. And the hallway appears to be twisting. And as it's twisting, these openings are happening in the wall. And when they were running from whatever it is that was chasing them, they went into one of those openings and ended up back in reality. So it's almost as if the world was twisting. And because it was twisting, it was opening up a null area where they could jump in and they can no clip back into reality. Could you imagine? Like, bro, we're talking about, like, mind you, most of these no clips are not intentionally happening. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca Cola, Pepsi, or 7 Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Right. Let's let's right. imagine. Let's just in a world that this is all reality. No one that I have seen in any of these stories said I intentionally no clipped. These are people that they were doing something. They took the wrong step. Ended up in a different reality. I would crap myself. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my! If if I I'm telling you now that if I was walking down my hallway or driving my way to work and I no clipped into a yellow room, I'm done. It's done. It's I'm done. done. Yeah, I'm done. You, and and you, I'm sorry, but I'm watching some of these videos and they hear noises or people screaming and they go and explore. I'm thinking, nope. Nope. You <laughs> know they're right. mm-hmm. That's how you know they're white people, bro. <laughs> well, true, true. But <laughs> why do white people always got to go after these things, man? It's just like uh, it's like, like that stupid commercial. Lying, you, man, I'm running. Is it, is it the progressive commercial where they're like, you know, oh, we should hide in the house with locked doors. No, let's go over here and hide in the shed behind the sh- the chainsaws. Like <laughs> you're stupid. Stop. But I'm like, why would you go into a house where you're hearing someone yell for for help and screaming? But you you've never no. No, Dre, Dre be like, nah, nah, not nah. that. <laughs> oh my gosh! Like, yeah, I mean, like the main like goal after dropping into the back rooms is like, it's like okay, immediately. Uh, I there's a video. I, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but it's how to survive the back rooms. Um, <laughs> and it's I'll, by I'll one of my it. it's by one of my favorite YouTubers. Uh, it's uh, you know, uh, game theory. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Game Theory did an episode on their separate channel. No um, way. Yep. And they did, and they theorized how they would um, escape or survive the back rooms, right? And so they go through this whole thing about like what you need to do once you once you know you're in level zero, and the first thing you need to start doing is find a way to trace your steps. So this can be like you want to know where you've been already because the biggest thing about level zero is that. It's not linear. So like when you're moving through the back rooms, there's constantly shifting being happening at that time, right? So like rooms are shifting, they're ever changing. It's seemingly infinite. Um, so what you need to do is find out where you've been before, because the more information we can provide ourselves, the better, right? Because if we don't have any information, we're just going to be mindlessly wandering until we're ultimately killed by whatever's lurking around the corner, right? Correct. So the best thing to do is to try to get 
find something there's there are random materials that you can find in dead ends and things like that and there's empty file cabinets sometimes there's random items um uh you know in some rooms if you get lucky if you happen to no clip with some things on you um the, the, there's ways you can like um you know concealed carry yeah yeah so something i don't know it, they, they, they talked about if you can like uh like have like a, a pen get or a marker gap, bro. And start marking the walls as you walk along them, just so you can see where so, you've been. Crazy thing, these videos, right? One of the yeah. first, actually, it's probably like halfway through the videos, when Async is exploring that first opening and going in on their own, they're wearing hazmat suits and they're trying to check things out. They, they start with, with a tether, right? They put the rope on them and they walk because they want to be able to find their way back. And, and there's a couple of times where I think the tether gets severed or things happen because the walls are constantly shifting or moving. Right. Eventually, that turns into... They lay these lines down on the floor because it's become harder and harder and harder. I think that even at one point they have an image that comes up that when the breach finally happens and that threshold is open, that it starts to map out and it maps these lines out and it basically creates this maze. But the maze never stops building. Yeah, if that makes sense. So it, it just kind of grows and you're like waiting for it to hit a border or like a perimeter, but it just kind of grows exponentially. And and so what you see on screen of this this I don't want to call it a radar, but they're literally walking around with it is only what they can reach with the signaling of what they have. Like it, it, it's an infinite. Like I think yeah. six hundred million square miles is what we heard, but it's infinite, right? And so every time they'd fall down something, they would end up somewhere else, or things would happen. Uh, and then going to one other point that you mentioned was objects. File cabinet in the corner of the room, a desk, and inside the desk drawer was a highlighter and some pens. Yeah. Um, stuff, o- objects and things on the floor. One of the craziest things that I was reading was is that they said time doesn't work the same in these rooms, right? The, the mm-hmm. time shifts, things happen. And because of those time shifts, um, it's possible that something else has happened. And when you shift, you're now shifting into that reality because time works differently there. And what has happened up until that point has already happened. And so you can shift into a room where now there's a desk and a, and a file cabinet that may have been put there by someone else that was going into the, the back room. And uh, we can go more down that theory. But this idea was that async wanted once they identified that they were just trying to create a teleportation device. There was no evil, bad intentions behind it. But once they realized that this was an infinite space. Um, they started to look at it from a, I hate saying business perspective, but they started looking at it from a, hey, we're running out of resources here, right? We talk about the the Thanos effect where instead of killing everybody off, well, if you had a pocket door into a pocket dimension that was endless and had unlimited amount of rooms, it, it's like Santa, it's like Santa's, uh, his, his gift bag, right? Where he could just pull a kayak out of it. Right. Where it's just like, it's vastly and it has no bottom. Why wouldn't you start looking at, at that logistically and start putting all your production stuff there and storage and living space and those types of things. And so one of the things that I thought really cool and intriguing was as you started to go down in the layer or the levels, the levels, went one of two ways. They either got more decrepit and more broken down and more nasty, or they got more modernized or industrialized or, or like finished or, you know what I mean? Like I noticed one, they ended up in a bathroom with marble sinks and it was just, it was nice. Uh, not cause not every level is the same, right? Every level is kind of different. And so there was a theory that maybe these people were, when they were going between the levels are jumping in time. And because they're jumping in time, 
async at some point had developed started to develop but where are the where are all the people the people are gone they started to develop this stuff out and that's why you're starting to see a change in in some of the environments to a, a, a better environment uh, there is one other theory, but I'll, I don't want to jump and take all the time talking, but uh, man, this stuff is so good when you start writing into it. I just want to know, is there a fun level? Like you go through all these horrific levels, all these horrific creatures and different things going on. Is there a level where you like, you show up and it's like, man, this is a fun level, you know? I saw a birthday room, our birthday level. Yeah, but does, I, that, I, does that mean that there's not some evil clown jumping out of a cake or... I can't or, say that or, for sure, but uh, like, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's balloons, level. Let's go. balloons and candles. I mean, there's a, there's a level with um, uh, it, what seems like an infinite um, tube slide or an oh, infinite uh, uh, kind of like, um, how would you uh, say? Um, what, do you, what do you call them? Anyway, it's like a bunch of slides all to, you know, mapped <laughs> it's together. It's like the jungle. Yeah, exactly. Right? exactly. You're just, like, it's, you're, it's tube down, man. You're, you're just going to go and slide down one to the next one. <laughs> yeah, and then you have all these options that kind of open up, like it forks, you know, multiple, you okay, know, you I, have to make a choice in split second. Like I don't it could know. lead to your death. It could lead to more slides. It could lead to a ball what pit. Would be, like, what would be worse, walking through just endless rooms of yellow wallpaper or constantly sliding down tunnels and, and, and ending up in like a jungle ball pit, never knowing wh- wh- how to get out? I, mean, I I don't I don't mind the yellow wallpaper. It's the creepy two-legged eight-foot creature that's screaming horrific sounds that is like I don't know. Some nah. people theorize that the creature that is on level zero is actually just um your um it's actually like just like a perception that your own perception of something that's not real like it's like uh it's like alzheimer's or you're having like uh some sort of hallucination because like trip yeah because what's happening is um like like andy said like there seems to be some sort of like fungal uh, infection that's going on uh in there and then also the buzzing of these lights is so uh annoying everyone comments on how like awful and dreadful those constant buzzing and then the light uh just it never ends right you can mean you like you have to keep going i mean you could stop but i mean uh, only only for how long and you know you can't cover your ears forever and it's just like constant like sensory uh you're being stimulated all the time by like you know really bright lights and sounds and stuff like that and you're constantly walking on mushy floor and uh, people say after a while you start to go mad right you're wandering these you these this hallway for what seems like days or even weeks. Um, and then you, you know, eventually are stumble upon this hallucination of which you are terrified of and run away from, because I mean, you know, even after being there for a few hours, I would probably start to see stuff. You're alone. You're feel, alone. And you haven't you, seen anything. But, yeah. So, but I mean, if that one video was real, when the camera's falling, it shows the creature like choking the dude out. <laughs> It oh, does. True. It does. And like, that means a rap. <laughs> outside of outside of the the creatures choked they, out by his LSD trip. They talk about level zero, like getting there. All of a sudden, you don't have an urge for hunger or thirst. Yeah. Now I don't. Oh, uh, I'm from, there, from, bro. I'm from there. what I can read, Dropping eighty pounds right now. Let's right. go. But from what I I can read, it once you started getting into other levels, that changes, and maybe it gets more extreme or not. But somehow, in this particular reality where you're at. You have no hunger, no thirst. There's no food, but there's basically no thought process of it behind it. You're, you're outside of being mad. What is happening to you in every? What, you're literally going room after room after room of what looks like to be the exact same thing. You have no like. Nothing is happening. Like nothing is happening. Even 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 biologically, 
you, you don't have to go to the bathroom. You don't have to eat. You don't have to like you, I, it, you would go mad from, from like, it, it's just crazy. Some of the stuff I was reading on it. Uh, it, it's, it's all just intriguing. One of the, there's a couple more things that I saw that I really wanted to talk about, but one of the things that I thought was kind of interesting was the take on that. Maybe all of this is pretty metaphorical, right? On the idea that we live pretty mundane lives, that these, these metaphorical things like yellow wallpapers, humming noises, um, wandering aimlessly is the concept of maybe sitting in a cubicle and working, uh, you know, an eight hour job every day only to come home, eat and sleep and do it all over again and just do it every single day the same way. And that kind of speaking to what Cody was saying, these life forms are a reference to like mental health and it's chasing you through and pulling you outside of what it would be considered a mundane life. But it's, it's like I was, people are like the internet is a dark place. Right. So if none of this is real, people are like, well, why would somebody come up with this? Oh, well, maybe it's a metaphor for the lives that we live and that we're, we're we basically are just wandering aimlessly through hallways of the same stuff over and over again, looking for a different outcome, uh, only to end up crazy and losing our minds because we're getting nowhere. And I thought, well, that's deep. That's a bit too deep for what I think is going on here. <laughs> but that was one of the things that I thought was really interesting was like, oh, wow, I guess you could uh, relate all that back to um, it being heavily metaphorical. Now, I'm a I'm a skeptic, right? I'm a skeptic in all things. So outside of the fact that this just sounds like a fantastic movie and probably an even better video game. Um, like, I, I'm intrigued to see what more they can come up with is what I'm thinking. but the idea of any of this being real kind of like, I mean, what's kind of cool is all of the research that they have in this history of the wiki with the exception of the multi levels, the nine levels that we know exist in the, in the, basically in the lore. Um, there's just so much proof backing it, which is kind of nutty. Uh, like, I mean, even down to like Marvin E. Lay, he's a researcher that led this person in falls through the cracks goes down and gets chased by a being um, ends up on a street where it kind of looks like a nuclear apocalyptic area has gone off. It's called the fifth area. Right. And he basically ends up in an area where it's just got a street and it's got houses along the street, but the sky is kind of like a, a dark red and he can hear somebody crying for help. So he goes to explore and try to figure out where these noises are coming from while in his ear, you can hear in his helmet, they're telling him not to go any further. You, you, you're, you're, you're outside of the area of being tethered, but he's like, uh, but they're calling for help. What if this is the stuff we're talking about? We need to look at this. And he is pushing forward while they're telling him not to. He goes further, 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 sees a house where there's lights on. So he decides he's going to walk in and see what's in the house. And when he walks into the house, he sees street signs, poles coming out of the floor with street signs. But all of the text on the street signs is inverted. It's all backwards. Um, in these videos, it's not the first time that text has come back backwards. Uh, and I'll, I'll bring I'll I'm only saying that to, to there's another theory, even further theory behind this. But you start digging in and going her further in and. Um, they're hearing this help, help. I need help. I'm, I'm stuck. I can't help, help, help me. You know, it's after me, uh, to where it's getting down further, 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 it gets down to another layer. And all of a sudden, you know, walks around a corner and it's one of those things, which 
it's hard to explain it over voice, but from what I can gather from the videos and the text and everything like that, they're like these larger creatures that kind of look almost metal-like with wires. But they, they're not like thick or dense. They kind of look like stick figures. But they in the earlier concepts, I heard him talk about a lot about how they growl and stuff and that they make noises and they're really loud like monsters, right? But what this story was talking about was that the that this creature was the one that was the one crying for help uh only to when he made contact with it did it start chasing him and he got back he had to run and get out and uh was able to get out because they they dropped a tether down to pull him back up but the question that i had on that was are are, are they it's, it's clearly trying to bait him in right by by yelling help and doing those things but is it is the beast or whatever this thing is, was it formerly a human, which is why it has the ability to speak? Or is it just parrot liking? Like it, it maybe it killed something else or it trapped something else and now it's using speech as a way to trap or bait something in again. Yeah. I think it just wants a hug, bro. You know, oh I mean? man. Well, it's like it's like a Fright Night, Freddy's Fright Night. I don't I've never played the game, but those little monsters, the stuffed yeah. animals that scare the crap out of you. That's when I was watching this video, I'm like listening to this stuff and reading this yeah, stuff. I'm like, <laughs> that's what this is. This is like a an adult version of that game. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's an adult version of the game, but still, like it was I was you're terrified. Terrified here, of it. Come here and hug me. Oh, I'll be right there. Yes. Cause I'm white and I'm gonna go towards that sound. Yeah, because that makes a lot of sense. You're in this <laughs> <laughs> creepy all get out area shouldn't be there and you're gonna go after some sound going help me no heck no i mean I, listen we we know there are people that would do that i i to me when i see somebody going towards cody a, that kind of threat i, I think oh, cody would i mean cody ain't dumb cody ain't dumb <laughs> after a while i'd get pretty dumb well okay 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 at this point in the story, like, I'll be right there, not, bro. I'm coming. He's yeah, not I'll been be like, there long, <laughs> and he's sure. still communicating with his team. So he's not alone, and he, and so there's no way in this particular scenario that he would feel alone. Uh, at least that's what I'm taking from the story. It to me, he's not like this guy's not like lost his mind, or, or maybe he's scared, but he's not lost his mind enough to go. Well, let's go see what that is. However, in, in one of the other stories, uh, the guy had been there for what he, he recalls days, only to hear a phone ring. And he is wandering, running through, doesn't care what other noises he hears, because if a phone is ringing, that means communication. And that means another person that he can speak with. So he is so desperate and so hungry for that kind of connection that he doesn't care what he runs into what happens how tired he is how wet everything like he is like gonna run through walls to get to that phone um so the, I, I it's kind of the defensive like i agree with cody i guess if you were mad enough and you were alone enough the the desperate nature of wanting to speak to another human being would be absolutely probably overpowering mm. yeah, yeah indeed it, it would certainly drive me insane yeah yeah, I, would I, 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 I like to say that I would survive on my own, like, you know, as, as, as a, you know, if I had to end of days, like just be by myself and do those things. But I don't know, man, that's tough. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> so who's, who's down to just randomly throw themselves against the walls to see if they no clip into, into 
the back rooms. Well, clearly you don't just throw yourself at the wall. You have to go into the corner. You got to back up and you got to do it three times. And then you have to kneel down while pointing your hand in a gun motion at the floor. And you crouch up and down six or seven times until you fall through. Right. That's how you do it. So you we can should, run and we dive it. and we, turn your uh, analog stick 45 degree angles. So you spin and then your, your left thigh goes <laughs> in the corner of the room, pushing you out. I, I smell a TikTok challenge coming on, brothers. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it's like Cody at Alcatraz. Yeah, exactly. He's dolphin exactly. diving. Dolphin Could diving. You imagine on camera. if I just vanished, dude. I'd have been. I'd have. I'd have dipped. So, so been like, guys, where you going? We got to find Cody. I'd have been like, no, we don't. No, we don't. I ain't no, going we don't. Cody's in one dead. of in one of the in one of the, eight, the one of the, towards the end of the videos that were dropped. This is just a fun fact, and I actually haven't watched the last video because it just dro- I dropped recently. Um, the last video that I saw was actually called a sister video. So there's a Simpson video. Actually, it was one of the last videos that were posted. In the description of that video is a link to another video. That video just has numbers. It doesn't have a name or a title like all the other videos, but it was posted by, I think it was posted by the same person or someone else, but it's traffic camera footage from a freeway. And it literally shows cars just driving both directions. Um, as the car is driving, what I would, I would call south of the video, he's driving south, it no clips. The car does. And it just disappears. And that is the last video that I saw in the video that I was watching that we did the research on. That was the last video he kind of broke down. And he said, could you imagine, like, it's different to cl- no clip at a person or whatever, but could you imagine, like, no clipping in your car at 70 miles an hour into the back rooms and you're driving down a hallway? It, uh, you'd crash? Like, the whole, like it was terrifying. Well, it could. I haven't watched the video, but the clip <laughs> for the most recent video is a car crash. Nice. So I got to go watch it now when we get off. Like I'm instantly, I got things to do. I got kids to put to bed, but I just saw the clip of that. And I'm like, man, it's like, I I, I want to binge all these videos. Yeah. They're so good. Andy on his two hour commute. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, and here's the worst part about driving on your commute when you're watching something on YouTube. So first off, I generally don't like to watch them while I'm driving. Not safe. Probably shouldn't say that on camera. Or I mean, on, on podcast. But <laughs> this stuff was so detailed. I'm like, oh, man, how can I get that at eye level? I'm sorry. What do I got to get this at eye level, man. <laughs> Listen, if you put your phone in just the right spot on the speedometer, when you're driving in a car, you're supposed to look at your speedometer often, right? I'm worse than that. What do you hold it? No, I put it on my like air vent. So it's like off to the side. Oh yeah, that's terrible. But but, but essentially, if they catch you, you're just looking at your radio. Listen, it's fine. I'm in the car for I'm in the car for way too long. Listen, anytime you're in a car over two hours, if you haven't done something illegal, you're doing it wrong. Mm, True. I just want to. I just want to add. Just the app where my brain has gone. Since I've, I've started looking at it, 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 it is he breaking in up 1982. Yeah. They use the name of this company. There's these. Can you hear me? So for a second, for a second there you were. Okay. Sorry. Sorry about that. So this is the one thing that where my, where my brain went. Okay. So you got this company async, right? They were created real company incorporated in 1982. You, you see this company show up in these films 
you see real names of real, you know, real people that work for these different companies or government show up in this video. So they're, they're name dropping. Right. And then just fast forwarding to even talking about the real thing that's like CERN, for instance, creating these, and we don't really know what's going on. All we know is, is what they released to the public. Right. And so when they turn CERN back on, for instance, what we talked about last week, they, they created these, these particles, their words, they don't know what it is. So when you start looking at all this stuff, it's like, is it possible that we're over here screwing with things and, and opening up portals to dimensions or, or other realities or whatever you want to call it? And then then you start watching these videos and then it starts messing with your head because then you see these monsters and you start reading this this wiki and you're just like, okay, well, we know these companies exist. We know that we know CERN exists. Does this exist? And so it kind of leads it leads to a point of can you without a fathom of a doubt say that these back rooms don't exist? I don't know if you can. But here's the, here's the the best part about this, right? So as someone who lives eternally as a skeptic, I, we started a group chat, a bunch of guys, you know, that we we hang out with and and they asked me if I have a a conspiracy that I wholeheartedly believe in and I I got to be honest with you, I don't think that I do because I doubt most everything, right? And that means conspiracy or not. Like I, I, I kind of play this this fine line in the middle when it comes to these types of things. It's, and that is, is that you know, I, I know what's right in front of me and what I can see with regards to conspiracies. Like I, I, I don't usually give too much power to something. But let's take that. Let's take the 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 the, the fictional part away from this, right? The best thing about movies and TV shows that make them good shows or good stories or good books to read is how real they make them. And one of the things about this, the more I read it, the more I watched it, I'm like, like I, it, it, I know this is wrong. I want it to be real because it's so, it's so well thought out that the fact and the thought process of somebody actually coming up with this in their mind, it's brilliant. Like oh. on a, on a, on a, yeah. on a real, like just reading through it and some of the things, like one of the things I, I don't want to go too deep down it, but like I mentioned the text being backwards. There, there's a concept out there that maybe we as, as individuals and humans, we broke the, the barrier, but in the process of breaking the barrier, we, we created the space that we are intending to create. And that is, is oh, okay. Now we've got this space where we can develop and we can build and time works differently here. But so much so that we now have the ability to jump in time, both forwards and backwards. And because of that, that because of that jump in time, we've now created what the back room is. That in by but in by in turn breaking into the back room, we find that we are the ones that created the back room. And what I mean by that is, is that the back room is there's the theory that a back room is a artificial intelligence. And that's where you started seeing a lot of correlation to people with video games is that we have <clears throat> the backroom AI is, is broken and non-functional because it has taken control and it's trying to create a world to which it believes closely relates to what our world is. And how you can tell the difference between that is, is that there are some areas that are very well developed, industrial, you know, cold piping, those types of things, but they look normal, like the way that a human would see them, right? But then there's things like street signs with the text backwards, 
or yeah. creatures that can speak like humans at times, or at least mimic a human, but don't look like us and kind of don't function like us and are terrifying. Or like holes in the walls that when you go through them, it inverts and you fall flat on your face because now the laws of gravity have changed. It's as if we breaking and going into it have now created and because of the time jumps, we created something in the future, which we're now presently in the past experiencing. And that all of this is not some mythical place that didn't exist. It's actually something that we created in the future after we came to it. But we're experiencing it in the past of something we created in the future. It's broken. It's twisted. I love every bit of it. Uh, yeah. So basically, they're saying the way that you can decide whether or not it was made by a human or made by this artificial intelligence that we created is how it's represented in the world. So the fungus being some kind of virus or, or maybe manipulation to the code of this fungus that we brought in with us. Um, the the wet carpets, right? Like it doesn't make sense why the wet carpets would be the wet carpets or the yellow. Um, the wallpaper or the, the humming lights, like they're representative of something we've experienced in, in life as far as seeing these things, but it's being represented in a way that we wouldn't normally put ourselves in. It's, it, it's what the AI believes it's supposed to be doing to build this world. So I thought that was a really cool tangent, had nothing to do with anything we talked about, but how cool of a story would that be that we created this by going in and then coming back and then it, it, it oh man it was like the the thought process of all that breaking down was so twisted and like we're we're experiencing something that we created in a future that didn't happen until after we opened the door yeah mm -hmm. so I, I mean i i'm gonna go out on a limb and say cody you're kind of similar mindset or are you like 100 percent believer in this um I think it's a cool concept. I don't know if I'm like, if I'm like, this is super real. I think that <laughs> I think that it, uh, think that it has some merit, and I'd like to see them. Uh, I like to see where this goes. I'd like. To, I'm on the. I'm definitely on the train. I'm definitely going to keep watching to see what happens. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so what? <laughs> I just want to throw out one one last question to both of you. Like real talk, real talk. So you guys are in level zero. Uh huh. And his creature comes running after you. Right. Okay. The big, lengthy, scary, thumping, loud, yelling creature. Okay. What's the first physical, mental reaction you have before we close? Defecation. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta be honest with you. I, I'm probably I'm right there, there with you, too. Cody. I'm, there. I, I'm sorry. Peeing like, down the legs, bro. Peeing down the a, legs. If a, if a man ran at me, in these rooms, I would be terrified. But you're talking about a what I could only be deduced as something that's like seven to eight feet tall. Yeah. Or, or <laughs> one of the things I heard on level zero was these beasts that have joints that go in the opposite direction that are like a black furry creature with like this ominous grin and they no. just growl it like, just, heck no. Just stop. Just stop. <laughs> no. I may never open my eyes again. Uh, man. Like I, I, bowels are released, done. That's a wrap. Listen, I'm prepared for like a zombie apocalypse. I mean, like if my yeah. wife got bit and we knew it was going to happen, I uh, listen. I'm going to do my duty and I'm going to take her out. You said duty. Oh, you said duty. Listen, <laughs> I tell Amy all the time. I'm right there with you. Like I, I said, babe, I love you. But if you turn into a zombie, boom, in the head, you're done. I'm sorry. I love you though. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, but I, I'll yeah. be honest with you. If I fall into a back room and something's chasing me, I'm just uh, fetal position. <laughs> I, I'm going out. I don't even know if I'm going to have pride and pride. Like I'm just it, listen. It, it, where, where am I? Listen, I watch. I watched. I watched way too many of these videos now. I ain't yeah. getting out. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. I ain't getting out. That's a Clearly, the way to get out is to carry a video camera with you. Uh, apparently, yeah. Because then you're the main character. And you have yeah. to, you're, you're yeah. the main character, and, and and out of the eight videos I saw, only one dude didn't make it out. So that's good odds by my my standards. Yeah, yeah. It's better that's than nothing. crazy. That's, I'll take seven out of eight. If I yeah. if I get stuck in the back rooms of someone, um, they'll be like, I'll be lacing up my shoes, and they'll be like, "What are you doing? You think you can outrun that thing?" I'll be like, Psh, "I don't got to outrun you." you. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, though, if this I were to if I were to drop in with someone else, it would be a different experience. If I was to like no clip and me and Cody are driving in a sh- down the street in a car and we no clip together, of course we're terrified. But I think having someone else with you changes the stakes. Until you're like the, that one guy that was with the group of the other four scientists and those four disappear. That's true. But he, he time jumped, right? And the problem was he went down a corridor. He, listen, listen. That shoelace that Cody's talking about, he's tying up. He's pulling that thing out. We're tying our, our belts together, bro. Because we, we ain't leaving each other. It ain't happening. It ain't happening. You guys are man hugging through the back. Hey, hey listen, listen. <laughs> no shame, bro. No shame. I can't take down this beast by myself, but if we got two of us, we'll try. And if not, right. I'll just I'll push Cody and run. Yeah. He, oh, he doesn't have shoelaces right now. So, <laughs> so his shoe's coming off. <laughs> He's basically bailed. It, it won't attack him because it's Cody in the future. And so it's coming after me anyways. Yes. Cody's already dead. That's the reality. The reality he's, is Cody's he's died. Dead. He's uh, no, seriously though. So, um, I think we should post the links. There's, there's two could. different, there's two different wikis. They're actually, they're, they're all on one. Uh, but I'll send, I'll send you Aaron, the, the one that I was watching on that kind of focuses on the, the, the videos that Kane pixel did. Yeah. Um, and then Cody has the main wiki that he sent us in the chat. Yes. That one's got all the different levels, but That's the good one stuff. That, yeah. this one's got the videos. But man, Cody, if you haven't watched these videos and stuff, they're so good. They're oh yeah, so I've, good. I've watched the video camera footage videos. Oh I no, yeah, the like little. I mean, I just got bored. Honestly, I got bored watching like the. Uh, okay, the, so maybe don't ones. watch the videos themselves. I, I went back and watched the actual videos, but there's a there's a video where he basically breaks down all of them. And yeah. his his narration through the videos and kind of the, what comes because he interviews the guy that that released the videos and so it is really good con like context to get all oh, it's so There's, good and the theorizing uh, and everything behind it like I said right. I wouldn't I wouldn't have known async was a real company if there wasn't some mention of the year and when I looked up async versus the year I found that it was a real company so uh, you know it's just some some creepy details that the guy kind of releases that the videos never show. Nice. So. Good stuff. Yeah, well, we're going to throw it out there for all you listeners. Uh, we hope you enjoy it. Uh, this has uh, been a, a fun one. Extremely creepy. Probably won't sleep for a few days, but hey, you know, no, no, uh, no clipping. No, no clipping. We're not going to have any of that into yellow rooms. Are we really going to just call this the back rooms or should we come up with some like catchy name? Yeah, we'll figure it out. The no, the no clip. The no clip probably is. I, I mean, I don't. Weak. Not a lot of people know what no clip. I think is. the back rooms is fine. I think it says enough because most people don't know what the back rooms are. No, yeah, and it's, and again, it it leads into the the lore behind it, right? Yeah. So, all right. That's anyways, a wrap. that's a wrap. Twisted World fam, we love you. We're out. Peace out.
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.